This life is going to pass away, but eternity is ahead of all of us. Hell will embody the full implications of choosing to keep God away. There will be no goodness, no relief, no hope, only judgment. But for those who have been washed clean from their sin by the blood of Jesus, heaven will be their inheritance. Here's Dr. Jim Bradford with more on today's Central Moment. I welcome you to Central Moments today. I'd like to invite you to peer into the hope that all of us have as followers of Jesus. Sometimes when we talk about hope, we say, well, I hope my kids will turn out. I hope I have enough to retire on. Um, I hope I can go on that vacation next year. And, and, and those are things that God wants to help us with. But, but the New Testament hope uh, goes past this life. It, it, it recognizes that we're all going to die and that uh, beyond death is an eternity, either an eternity in hell where God's going to give us what we wanted in this life. We say, God, I don't want you to be any part of my life. I don't want to serve you. Then, you, then you'll have no God for all eternity. That means nothing good will be around you and only his judgment. However, if you choose him uh, and you come under the cleansing power of Jesus, shed blood on the cross, your sins are forgiven, and you've given yourself to serve God, then you will have heaven, and that's the true hope. That's why we don't live for things in this world, because that's not where our hope lies. Our hope is in heaven. And so Jesus is around the Last Supper table with his disciples the night before he's, he's crucified, and he says in John 14, my, in my Father's house has many rooms. And if that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to go there to prepare a place for you? And, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you may be where I am. That's Jesus' description of heaven. Now, some translations, like old translations, like the King James Version says, in my Father's house are many mansions. And so uh, many people have thought that when I go to heaven, I'm going to have my very own mansion. That's a little materialistic and uh, may may feed our, our sense of things we couldn't get in this world, but he doesn't use the word mansion. He uses the word rooms. And I've, I've been in ancient cities like Capernaum, which was Jesus' ministry headquarters when he was on earth, and you can see how, how a, an ancient household was built. It has a courtyard in the middle and then the main rooms around it. That's where the mom and the dad would live and, and, and their parents and then their children. And when another child would get married, they'd add on rooms to the compound. And so the house would kind of grow out like this over years as more and more people would be added in. And it's this most powerful picture of the fact you in eternity will never be alone. And we're part of God's family, and you will never be outside of your father's house. This is a powerful picture. It may not be as fun as having a mansion uh, from our earthly perspective, but it is profound. Listen, eternity is all about you never being lonely again. You never being outside your father's watch and care. And God himself being at the center of where you live. This is heaven. And, and, and in Revelation 7, there's a picture of saints already in heaven. And it says, never again will they hunger. Never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat down on them, nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb, that's Jesus, at the center of the throne, 
That's where our Heavenly Father sits. We'll be their shepherd. The Lamb will be our shepherd. And he will lead them to springs of living water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. That's what hope is all about in the New Testament. That's why people are even willing to die for their faith in Jesus. Because their hope's not in this world. It is in that world where God makes up everything we've suffered for him here, everything we've given up for him in order to serve him. Uh, he makes up for it as he brings us into his own house, the house of heaven. And that's why Paul can confidently say in Philippians 3.20, but our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, Christ Jesus our Lord. Father, thank you that you are coming again. We're eagerly waiting for the day. We watch world events right now, and we know you're coming as soon. But Lord, we thank you that our citizenship, our hope can be fixed in heaven, eternity with you. If we're not ready for that, Lord, would you forgive our sins? We, we, we submit to your leadership and your lordship and make you the king of our lives. And uh, for those of us who have done that, Lord, we just eagerly wait for that day that you will come again. Thank you that you've gone ahead, Lord Jesus, and you're preparing a place for us. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>